Hey guys, welcome back. Whew. All right, so you know, we all know the deal here, okay? This is an outlet to talk about the heavy that just comes up in life, right? And um, a big part of my life, actually a massive, probably the biggest part of my life is the fact that I'm a mom. And... I feel like there's so many things outside of my life, outside of motherhood, that makes me me. And so I don't put a ton of focus on motherhood, on the struggles of motherhood, of just all the things, right? I just don't. Um, and I think the biggest reason for that is that I try my best to respect my daughter's privacy. She's not like a little girl anymore. Um, and I just find it to be unfair, I guess, if I was to speak about just the struggles that I face, um, because I just don't want her to ever feel like I'm like blasting her business or anything. And I, and I never would. Um, but I ain't gonna lie, man. Motherhood is ghetto. And I mean that in the best possible way, but also the most realistic way. Um, some women, some people are built for this. I think I'm built for a lot of things, and I do think I was built for this, but being a mom is by far the hardest thing I've done. Um, And I mean, that's a variety of reasons. It's not because my child is any more unruly than the next child. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe she is my kid. But I think it's mostly tied to the constant back and forth and back and forth and back and forth of like, okay, trying to break the curses, trying to do better, trying to, you know, you know better, you should do better. Um, but then hitting a wall and feeling like, I don't know how else to react or how to be other than one, how I was raised. Um, but two, just like, then just what comes natural, right? Because I think a lot of, with motherhood, it's a lot of natural, just like knee-jerk reactions, right? Your kid does something, your knee-jerk reaction, you kind of go with that. And I constantly struggle with letting my knee-jerk reactions kind of take the lead um, and then deeply regretting it later. (laughs) Not so much regretting it, but, you know, reflecting on it, feeling like, damn, I should have said this, I should have done this, I should have went this avenue, but you know, in the heat of the moment and mind you, I mean, again, my kid's not, she's a young girl, but she's 13, you know, she's not like a baby. Um, and I think through each stages of a child's life, there becomes, um, a new part of parenthood that you have to learn. And I think that at this point in my daughter's life, I've parented about seven or eight different kids, um, just because of who she's become, just like I've been seven or eight different kind of moms. Um, and you know, what I'm realizing is, is that for one, um, it's extremely hard and challenging, but for two, it's like, (sighs) sometimes it's okay to have those knee jerk reactions. Now, one thing my therapist taught me a long time ago was, because I always had this fear when I was in therapy, I'd always be like, gosh, I react this, this, this way and that way. And, you know, I just, 
I just hate it because my mom talked to me and did this thing and my dad did this. And, you know, I'm always like reflecting it on how I was talked to. And if there's anything about what I do that was done on to me, I immediately get that mom guilt. And, you know, she said, well, the biggest difference is, is that you would get scolded. You would get yelled at. You would get, you know, an ass beating and ass chewing. You'd get all these things and then you would just be left alone to deal with it. Now, one thing I do do differently is it does not matter how hard, and believe me, I come at my kid pretty freaking hard sometimes, Um, because again, without getting into her personal details, she loves to give me a run for my money, Uh, and, you know, but I always come back to her, and I reflect on, okay, you know why I acted like that? You know why I said that? You know I didn't mean it in that way, I meant it this way. You know, like just recently, I, I told her like, you know, where's your sense at? Where, where is like your sense? Like, where's your common sense? Where's your brain power? Like, you know, what, what what's going on up there? Cause that clearly ain't that because if you had it, you wouldn't be doing X, Y, Z. Right. And of course, immediately after I'm like internalizing everything I just said. And I'm like, Oh God, you know, fuck now I'm going to give her a complex. She's going to think I, I don't, I hate her. She's going to think I don't love her. She's going to think like, I think she's stupid. And you know, and, and that just like oh, takes over and mind you it's funny I just like jumped into this episode but uh I felt like I had to but um you know and and it just like it takes over but the difference is is I will always go back and I will no matter how upset no matter how mad I am I could yell at my kid for two hours straight um and still talk to her after the fact and say listen you know this is why I did that this is why I did it and I think as parents we struggle with that right because especially with just everything we see out in the world, it seems like so many people have this ideal parenting style figured out. And if you don't necessarily align with that or you don't fit into that mold, it makes you feel like you've missed something, you're doing something different. And I'm not one to really let the influence of the outside world um, so much get in my head just because I look around and I think my kid's a lot older than a lot of people's kids that I hear giving advice. Not to say it's not good advice, but... um, I just do think that no matter what advice you listen to or who you hear from, not not one size fits all when it comes to kids. And I think that's the hardest thing I've had to learn with my daughter is it's like I I was like one extreme parent of like, you know, early on in my daughter's years, I was I had so many fears for her. And so I kind of. I kind of tough loved a drill sergeant, you know, again, I had a lot of unhealed trauma. So I think a lot of it was repeated behavior, though it was unintentional. Um, and, you know, and I'm not saying I was a bad mom by any means. I just kind of had like a no bullshit tolerance. Right. And then I kind of flipped the script entirely. And I went like, oh, my God, like went to therapy, started like reading books, started doing all this deep diving. And I was like, holy shit, actually, I'm caught. Ca- I might be causing my kid a lot of damage. So then I took the complete opposite route of the gentle parenting act. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to gentle parent my way through. And I'm going to forgive her mistakes. And I'm going to make her feel like mistakes aren't that big of a deal. It's a part of life. Um, And that didn't work either. (laughs) When I tell you that did not work. Um, Some kids, it might. My kid was looking at it as like, shit, my mom doesn't care about anything. I can get away with murder. Um, And mind you, she damn near might have tried. Like it was... She, for a long time, pushed the envelope to the extreme with me. 
um, you know, nothing life altering, but definitely really stupid things that I think, you know, I, I, I kept forgiving and I kept forgetting and I kept saying, oh, things happen. Life happens. I love you. You are not defined by your mistakes, blah, 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 blah. And then I feel like after so long of doing that, it like triggered the, the drill sergeant part of me now, you know, right? So then I started getting back to the extreme where it was like, I was, felt like I was constantly yelling, like constantly coming home, mad, angry, you know, another thing happened or something else, or I saw something in her phone, whatever, you know, it was like, and then I felt like I was constantly unhinged. And, um, I still feel like right now I'm walking that middle ground. Like I still feel at times I'm a little unhinged and, uh, you know, without context, that might seem harsh, not on hinge, like I'm whooping her ass and dragging her by her, but you know, like I'm, I'm giving her a good ass chewing for quite a while. Um, because I feel like that's the only power I have. Right. And so anyways, uh, you know, the point is mom guilt is inevitable. And each time I feel guilty about it. And each time I feel like, frick, man, like I'm doing the wrong things. I'm, I'm repeating the cycle and, um, as I said, I'm, I'm still trying to walk that line with myself. I'm still trying to like have the part of me that's like, Hey, no bullshit. This is acceptable. This is not, but also being like, Hey, you know, your mistakes don't define you. Cause I do think that's a lot of where the shame comes from with kids. Um, at least for me. Right. So my mom was, um, a very unforgiving person you know, anything and everything we did, it was held against us to the highest degree, literally things to this day. My mom will still like bring up and kind of, I don't know what to say, I guess, throw it in my face or, or what have you, you know, there, there was always this like untrusting bond where it was like, I would tell my mom something but when she was cool and she'd be like, Oh yeah, tell me girl, tell me all about it. So I'd be like, all right, mom, well, you know, I did this, this, and this. She'd fly off the handle. She'd lose her freaking mind. And then you know, I felt like, okay, I can't trust her. Okay. I can't make mistakes. So then it made me want to rebel. It made me want to say, well, Hey, I'm not telling you shit anymore because you don't like trust me or believe me or anything like that anymore. And either way you're going to read my ass. So it doesn't really matter. And so, um, you know, I don't want my kid to think like everything she does is the worst thing in the world. Um, but, and this is a heavy, but I'm only 29 years old. You know, to some people who super, you know, early 20s, teens, that might feel old, but it's really not. And I feel like even from when I was a kid until now, um, way different world than what my kids growing up in, way different world. Um, and that's not like to sound like a boomer. It's just literally like, you know, we couldn't have access to the internet until we got home from school um, and we jumped online. And then even then, I remember getting my first cell phone and like, eighth grade and it was like a boost mobile phone like hey where you at you guys remember like the like the chirp i actually thought that shit was sick um i would really actually like that back but um the point is there wasn't so much access to everything and mind you i've tried to or not i've tried i do i limit a lot of my daughter's social media access but at the same time it is a world that she grows up in and um you know i don't really want to like not have her, I don't know, I guess be a part of the crowd. Although, you know, we all want our kids to stand out, but the fact of the matter is most kids, when their kids just want to fit in. And as parents, we have to walk that fine line for them. You know, I'm not saying give full access to your kids to just be a, a, a follower, but I am saying that like, it's just inevitable. Kids 
unless a kid is really like headstrong and who they are and assertive and who they are, most kids are followers, you know, and it's not so much a bad thing. I think everybody, even adults, a lot of adults are freaking followers. So, you know, um, and I don't know if followers is the right word. I guess it's just like influence, right? All kids just want to kind of have that camaraderie. Um, but you know, the point is, is it's like, it's the mom guilt that really keeps us up at night. And I know every, every single mom out there experiences mom guilt, whether you do the most extreme or the least extreme things. It's like, you know, did I spend enough time with my kid? Um, you know, did I spend too much time with my two smothering? Am I not smothering enough? Do they know I love them? Do you know, I, I need my space. It's like, there's so many ways that we almost fight ourselves when it comes to motherhood and you know I think that it's important that for one like specifically in my case it's been really grounding to me um to make sure that just no matter how ugly things get and trust and believe they have gotten ugly no matter how ugly things get, um, I'll always come back to my kid and I'll always hold her by the hands and I'll look her in the eyes and I'll tell her that I love her and I'll tell her that, yeah, maybe I don't agree with this, that, and the other, but I love you. Um, and you know, and I'm not going to say that the I'm sorry's I love you's are always forgiving. I think that that can be a fine line to walk. I think if you grew up with parents like narcissistic parents or parents, um, you know, that just kind of use that tactic to like basically abuse and then just say sorry for it later. I mean, like giving an explanation on why you're doing the things that you're doing and why you're acting that way or why you were reactive that way. Like I will, when I, when I'm like super reactive to my kid and I had just like went off like forever, I will always come back and be like, not just like, Hey, sorry. You know, (laughs) I, I will like explain, like, listen, this triggered me. Um, and maybe that's a big word for kids, but I, I do need my daughter to understand like why I get to that point of like, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just kind of like getting on her for an hour or whatever, you know, because I'm a talker. If you haven't noticed, not allowed to talk, especially when I'm heated. Like I, I feel like it's just in my blood, in my DNA to kind of just keep it fucking going. And I feel like I struggle with that part of it also is like in my family dynamic, um, the fight wasn't finished until you said the most hurtful, out of pocket, demeaning, belittling, like shit that makes you want to crawl in a hole and die. Like that was the kind of the dynamic that I grew up with, um, talking to my parents that way, them talking to me that way. And I'm not even close to that level with my kid, but I definitely, at times, like I said, I catch myself walking the fine line of like, okay, even mid me kind of, you know, cutting into her, I'm like, damn, how is this coming out? Like, is she, is she taking this as I'm trying to hurt her? Because I do think there's a part of me that does struggle with that. As I said, that's like, that's like a childhood trauma. Like, you know, being told the worst of the worst things, like your worst fears about yourself and having your parents validate that every time they get upset. And then when they're not upset, say, mm, you know, I love you. You're a good person. I'm so proud of you. But then when they're upset, they're telling you like everything possible that like is just, like I said, the worst of the worst, right? 
I feel like I tend to when I'm going off on my daughter, when I'm, you know, being a mom, I don't want to keep calling going off when I'm really momming my kids super hard. And I start thinking like, there's a part of me that like wants to flip that switch where I want to not hurt her, but kind of, you know, I, if I'm being completely honest, it's not that I, as myself do, I think this wound that I have from my childhood does like, I want to hurt you because you have upset me and you have made me mad. And when I upset my parents and made them mad, they would hurt me. They would make me feel small. They would make me feel little. And that is such a fucking hard line to walk. That is such a hard line to walk. And it's not even like walking a line more or less, but it's such a hard wound to heal. Because now that I'm in this position where I have to now reparent myself, parent a child. I'm still young. My kid's getting older. Like there's so many parts of our dynamic that I haven't even learned. And when I sit here and try to explain myself, like when I'm trying to talk myself down in the middle of me in mom mode, it's like, it's like that voice is there. Like, Hey, don't push it too far. Don't say too much. You know? Oh, and if you do think you might've walked too far, if you're really trying to get her to see the point, um, you know, make sure that you explain it. And so I will, like I said, today or well, it wasn't today. Maybe it was today. I don't know. <laughs> Today's come together. But in the day that I had been going off and I said, you know, you don't have no sense. Like what's wrong with you? Like whatever, blah, blah, blah. Immediately that voice was like, she thinks that you're stupid. You know, she, she, she's going to think that you think that she's stupid and small. And I had to backtrack and be like, listen, I'm not trying to say this. And holy shit, that is so hard. Like that, I know me even just saying it, it sounds like almost confusing um but all I can say is if like you get it you get it if you don't then you probably never will and be grateful that you don't I on the other hand for most of my life even in my adult life to this day like I love my mom I think we've worked through a lot of our shit um uh, I mean you know we're still very easy to trigger each other but for the most part we've worked through some stuff you know or more or less I've healed some stuff and so it doesn't I'm not as sensitive to it still pretty sensitive my mom but not as much but you know, even so to this day, when my mom's, like, in a mood, man, like, she will freaking say some really, really mean, small things to me. Um, and so it's hard to heal a wound completely when there's still a little hole, there's still somebody with a knife waiting to just kind of poke at it and open it up again, and I feel like that's kind of my mom, and, you know, R.I.P. Daddy-O, but... He was like that too at times. He wasn't nearly as bad as my mom. My dad would only get really mean like that when, I don't know, I don't actually know when, but there was, there was definitely many, 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 many times my dad was like that, but it was far more often with my mom. Like, like I would say it's like a two to 10 ratio as far as my dad to my mom. Um, but you know, it's, it's a hard wound to heal. And I think that's what makes parenting so hard, you know, and I think that's why people who, can be super excited to be parents or people who love just like or for one I'm not saying people don't love being parents I'm not saying that but I do think people aren't as honest with themselves about how hard it really is or if they are then I think that they had a pretty good upbringing pretty good support system to get them to that point um but when you're somebody like me who I've essentially raised myself you know I, I can't 
I can't remember a time where I wasn't in survival mode trying to just take care of myself. You know, I literally remember even before Maya came, and I think I've said this before, like telling myself, like, nobody is going to take care of you. You have to take care of yourself. Like, like, you know, your parents aren't here to meet your needs. They're caught up in your own thing. You know, you've got all these dynamics and it's just like, I've been parenting myself for so long and I've almost exhausted that with myself. And so sometimes it's hard to like flip that switch and, and, and give my kid everything that I feel like I've learned or I want to give her and, you know, gratefully I see it and gratefully I know that my daughter is very understanding and I think she's very forgiving and I think because I have been the example of apologizing when I'm wrong or, you know, explaining why why I've acted the way I do and, and, again, apologizing and just kind of acknowledging my faults and acknowledging my mistakes and when she tells me something... I, I sit with it. I'm not like, no, I didn't say that. Or, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Or, oh, you're being sensitive. Like, like was done to me. Right. Oh God, whatever. You know, shut up. You're the kid. I'm the mom. I mean, I've definitely said that because again, kids are mouthing. But at the same time, when she's given me like feedback that I can tell has really hurt her or she really wants to be heard in that way of like, well, you know, you said this or, well, you know, you're, you took it too far or, you know, well, blah, blah. I'll sit with that and I'll say, you know what? You're probably right. I probably shouldn't have said it like that or done it like that. Or maybe I did make that punishment extreme or maybe this, this, like, I think that that's important. And I think that so long as you continue to do that and you continue to love your kids and, and express to them, even when, cause I mean, I will straight up snap on my kid and then be like, all right, I love you. Bye. Like I will always end it with like, I love you so much but man, that was like dumb or I love you so much, but like, don't let that shit happen again. And like, you know, I try to just know that what I'm telling her is not rooted in, in my hatred for her, but in my love for her and my love for her to want to do better in life and have better things in life and, and, and look at the opportunities that she has and say, wow, this is great. And I think all kids, kids don't realize shit until they're older, but I think that being that example has allowed her when she's out of pocket or when she gets really mouthy with me, she will always, and I do mean always, text me and say, mom, I didn't mean to talk to you like that. Mom, I love you. Or, you know, I didn't mean to scream like that. Or I didn't mean to shut my door on your face. Or I didn't mean, and I think that that is the kind of exemplatory parenting that really sticks with kids as opposed to all the things you've done wrong. You know, because I guarantee you in 10 years, my kid's not going to remember oh God, my mom read my ass for something that I probably deserved. Um, you know, it's, a, it's the constant, it's the constant ass chewing without any love given back, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know, I think it makes sense, but you know, I don't know. This is, this is just stuff that I, I think about. And, you know, I know that I know there's definitely some parents out there that, you know, could hear this and and think like, yeah, I haven't made it to that point. My kid's still young, or maybe you're at the point now. Like I do have friends that have kids my age and I just want to make it known that it is really hard. Whatever age your kid is at, I think it is hard. Um, no matter how much, as I said, you kind of, oh, but the, the love is worth it. Sure. Yeah. The love of a child is worth it but it's still very hard and it's still very challenging. And I think that if you're somebody that's in my shoes that you're trying to reparent, gentle parent, you know, like all you're trying to just like carry a million buckets. It's like, it's just not possible. You know, all you can do is the best that you can. And, um, 
And that's all I'm hoping to ever do, really. So that's what I have in my mind today. This is just an episode about parenting. You know, we call it healing through the heavy. Um, this is healing through the hard because parenting is hard. And it is very rewarding in many ways, but more than anything, it's hard. Even when it is rewarding, it's still hard. Um, you know, even when you see your kids doing great things, it's still hard. Um, because, you know, there's it's just a different kind of hard. It's just like, oh my God, you're getting older. You're your own person, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's hard. Even you could be the proudest of your children that you want to be, but there's still so many hard things about it. And so, um, I just wanted to share. So, as always, I love you. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next week. Bye.